TM the show presents Comicast 402. Sponsored by Twin Sons Comics and Gaming, Age of Comics, and Game of Thrones. With your host, Pablo Gunner, and I'm here to talk nerd to you about the comics for the week of August 14th. Here to talk nerd to me, we have our own grade scale for comics, and it is Strong Buy, that's Strong art, strong writing. Buy. Solid art, solid writing, but not the strongest. Weak buy. There's something weak about it. That's why you should only buy it if you have the extra money. Strong skim. Strongly suggest you skim it because there's something worth skimming it for. Then skim. It's weak on writing and both art. That's why it's just a skim. Then weak skim is only skim it if you have the extra time. Then pass is pass. Also, our best book of the week we call the Back and Bag, aka B-Bow. We also have the runner-up to the B-Bow, and I also say contender. Hey, this is contender for runner-up and or B-Bow. So, contender, that's what that means. And, spoiler alert, there's going to be at least minor spoilers, because I am reviewing these books. There's a lot of books. 22 books this week, holy crap. So, yeah, I'm going to try to blaze through this as fast as I can, uh, because I just don't have the time. Uh, barely had the time to read all these books. So anyways, took me a whole week. Anyways, here we go. Starting with Silver Surfer, Prodigal Son, number one. This is $4.99. Wasn't sure what this was. Writer, Peter David. Artist, Francesco Mana. Color artist, Espen Grundertjern. And then letter, VCs Cory Petit. And this one, there's a lot of backstory on this, of this guy, or kind of like this this prince essentially and he's like you know his family he he's more powerful than any of them and he's seems wiser too and so but they they're like well just do what what we say he's like okay that's you know whatever you guys say and then galactus shows up he takes on galactus and silver surfer silver surfer is not uh, Silver Surfer is able to beat him, of course. So this, he just gets kind of marooned. This prince. Then he goes and gets allies and is like, "I want to take down Galactus. That's what I'm here to do." That's pretty much it, because he was been run off from the U from uh, by Fantastic Four as well. So now Silver Surfer is gonna go help him take out his family, I guess. So. Yeah, um, or his brother at least. It looks really phenomenal. I really, you don't find out until the end how it's a Silver Surfer book. I mean, I guess you do at the beginning because, or not beginning, but you find out because you're like, when he was a Herald of Galactus and he was brainwashed, and then now that he's just the Silver Surfer and he's not brainwashed and he's willing to help this guy, but I, I don't, his intentions aren't necessarily good. So... It looks phenomenal. It seems like something that would probably be pretty solid in trade. So, I mean, it's Peter David writing. So, and 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 the visuals are, are phenomenal. So I, I can't I can't deny them at all. Uh, this one I can definitely give. I think this one's definitely a strong buy because it makes me go. I want to get the trade, and I'm down for a second issue. So, not that I would need the second issue to be down for the trade. So that I think that speaks volumes. Anyways. Here's the digital code anyways. T for Tomas, M for Marcos, E for Iluterio, P for Pedro, 9, Q for Quintana, W for Juarita, O for Oscar, B for Barrio, D for Diego, U for Uganda, H for Hector, 
On to the next book, which is Wonder Woman 76. It's Wilson Garbe Fajardo Jr. This is $3.99. And we have Hippolyta and Wonder Woman, and they're just hanging out, you know, catching up and stuff. And then they're trying to figure out what to do because they're like, well, we can't just hang out because there's still things going on with that island like uh steve trevor's still gone and so she's like oh i gotta go save steve and but they're not sure if she's gonna be able to come back so she's worried about that and so that other girl goes to help her too that goddess atlantiades she's like all right well i saved you and now we're gonna leave again because i have to go help my mom and well she goes to somebody else first that villain that we saw at the very very beginning of this story arc veronica kale so they kind of wreck not recollect but they you know smooth things over because her daughter's on the other side and so she's like all right well let me you know take you to your daughter and stuff so luckily they are able to find get back and find her but now cheetah is on the way to killing uh, other gods so that's that's pretty much what's going on here and and that's it so it looks really great it's enjoyable i will say like this is a great creative team but i will say that g willow wilson in in the case of wonder woman she's way better in trade it's way better in trade so i would suggest if you're going to get this get this in trade now this is already connecting to it doesn't really seem like it's that good of a jumping on point. It, it, in a sense, seems like it's ending one, but continuing. So it's, it, I don't know. It's, it doesn't really seem as far as that goes. So it's definitely a buy, not a strong buy. I'd get it in trade instead. Now on to Loki number two, and I don't know how I got Loki, which is three ninety nine, number two, and not number one. Didn't get it. So this one's. By Kibblesmith, Basildua, Curiel, Cowles. And it gives you the recap, but it's just not the same. Reading the recap and reading the previous issue, completely different. So I felt very lost, uh, which is my own fault because I didn't get the issue one. So it's really at this point, it's my fault. So I'm only one issue behind. So I should have gotten the first issue. And so now Loki has decided, essentially, this has a lot of flashbacks, too. And I go, like, is this flashbacks to the first issue? Is this flashbacks to when or just flashbacks for flashbacks? He goes to visit Stark, and Stark's like, yeah, you're bad guy number one, so what's up? And, you know, he's like, I want to be a good guy now. I want to join the Avengers and help. And he's like, yeah, no. Well, he died, and now he's reincarnated. He's back. So now he wants to be a good guy. And there's this thing about like how he defeated Nightmare, but Nightmare is back in another way, taking over people's nightmares to now get his revenge on Loki. So it's already this thing where it's like he wants to be good, but he's really just creating more enemies for the Avengers. And even Thor's like, yeah, this is a joke, whatever. You know, just be in peace and stuff. And Eternity's like going to help him or something. I don't know. And these weird kids i it's it's so weird i'm just not it's not for me like it's not bad i'm just like 
I'm I'm good. Like and and you gotta expect weird when you're going into Loki, but I just didn't expect this. Uh, not sure what I expected necessarily, but. You know, it seems fun and enjoyable. It looks really solid, and it's not bad. It's just I missed the first issue, so that was a big part. And so I guess this one didn't really do that great of a job catching me up, even with the written word. So, yeah, I, I just... Uh, it's it's all right. It's... Um, like I said, I just feel like it's not for me. I feel like I can give it a buy, but it's just not for me. And so... Yeah, that's it. Uh, here's a digital code T for time, M for Mac, E for Elon, for I for Icarus, 8, H for hotel, G for glory, H for hotel, A for attack, T for tome, A for attack. On to Justice League Odyssey 12 with Abnet, Conrad, and Barello. This is $4.99. And this one we have Cyborg. He has pretty much transformed into one of Darkseid's new gods. And the other people are getting transformed too. You have Starfire uses her, transforms her into one of his new gods, as well as Azrael. And the only person standing is Jessica Cruz. And he even is like, you know what? You can be my new god of will. You know, you have will. And she's like, nope, I don't think so. And so the other ones, they weren't tricked. They were she legitimately took control of them so at i was like waiting for like at some point like oh they're gonna attack him and it has a great cliffhanger ending that's just mind-blowing and i'm like wow how how why this is crazy this is insane so it's one of those where i'm like i'm trying to slowly get less comics or just i've tried to just not cold. Yeah, I was going to try cold turkeying it and just being like, boom, no comics. But I'm like, you know what? I can't. There's so many good books out there that I want to keep up on. And this is absolutely one of them because of this cliffhanger ending. Like, it already was one of those books. But now because of the cliffhanger ending, I'm like, crap. I think I didn't get this on one of the other weeks. And now I'm going to have to look up if I missed it and get it. Because I'm a month. I'm like a month behind reviewing, maybe more. Uh, about a month. Anyways, yeah, this is phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. It's super interesting. It's awesome. And it's definitely a strong buy. I would even say it's a contender. On to Powers of X number two. Same creative team as previous issue. And this one continues the Moira McTaggart mutant story along with Xavier. So Xavier has read her mind and now they're going to Magneto and they're like, hey, this little song and dance that we do where, you know, we both are going for the same dream, but you're the extreme version and I'm the not extreme version. Well, guess what? It doesn't work. And I'm going to show you. And so he shows him what happened to both of them in so many different timelines. And he's like, okay, well, then we need to come up with a plan to do something. Then... It jumps forward to the X-Men year 10. You have Cyclops. You have this Professor Xavier. You have Magneto. They're having a chat. And then it jumps to X-Men year 100 with this created version of Wolverine, I think. And you have Apocalypse. And he's like, all right, well, we have this information. Now we know. They're, they, 
they went on this mission to get this information, but the, the people that they lost on that mission, they need to get back in, but now they can't. And so they're like, well, at least now we have the information to find out where the information is that we need. So it's, it's really crazy. All the while you have like Nimrod and this other version of Zorn. And they're like, all right, we're going to have to do this suicide mission. This one's a lot of information thrown at you. I mean, a lot of Hickman stuff tends to be very information heavy. And this one definitely is. I will say there were times where, well, I'll get back to that at the end. So then it jumps again to the X-Men year 1000. And you see like there's kind of like this giant Galactus version of like Sentinels or something. And they destroy worlds and stuff. And so, like I said, it's very information heavy, so much so that like what happened, it, what happens is they show you all this, they show you this stuff, then they give you the information afterwards. And you're like, well, I guess you're like, I don't know if that information would have been better before you showed me. So I would have been like, oh, I know what's going on here. Or they show you and then give you the information, which is what happened in the book. And then you go, oh, okay. So that's what that was. But it's still confusing because it's so information heavy. It's it's a little too much. And I will say that's one thing that I don't like about Hickman and especially his Hickman X-Men right now. And just like Hickman in general. So this one was not... I didn't like as much because it jumped around a lot and it was more information heavy than story driven. Now, the beginning was the best part with Moira McTaggart, Charles Xavier, and Magneto. And then going forward, which is weird that he's already in the wheelchair, because I, whatever. But yeah, it's it, it's pretty solid. It looks phenomenal, of course, and it's interesting. I feel so conflicted about this book in the sense that like I'm like, it's so good in issues but it's also something that would probably be great in trade because Hickman kind of is built for the trade. The way he does stuff, but yet at the same time, the way that he's writing this, it is mystery and intrigue. Like at least the first issue and so far with the House of X stuff, that stuff has been very, you know, the cliffhangers and the mystery and intrigue, you know, gets you thinking there's these codes that you can decipher so it gives you a lot of things that to, to play with as a comic book issue reader. So it's it's like it, it's would be good. It's good both in both ways for different reasons. So, uh, and that being said, I feel like I can give it a strong buy. And here's the digital code: T for Tomas, and for Marcos, E for Iluterio, A for Alamos, five A for Alamos, C for Cabron, C for Cabron, K for Kilo, Z for Zoro, 1, Q for Quintana. Now into Nightwing 63. This is 399. We have Jurgens, Cliquet, Filardi on this one. And so apparently there's all these like rolling blackouts or something going on in the city. And so every time that happens, people loot. And there's a crew that is looting a museum. And so... A few of them show up to stop them. Guns come out, and he's like, I don't really like guns, but some of these other guys, they're cops. And so they don't mind using guns. They team up, stop this crew. Uh, and then you see that Talon is tracking Rick, and he's also tracking the other Nightwings. He's like, he sees them as imposters. 
And so he ends up messing one of them up really, really, really bad. And like so far they've been doing pretty well on their own, but nothing this bad has happened. And so all of them are like, oh my gosh, okay, crap just hit the fan like never before. And then this guy is also seems like he's going to have a chat with, with Rick's gal. So it's really intense stuff. It's really great, really interesting. This is another guy though, like, this is a guy who knows how to write for trade and for issue as well. I think because this story's going so slow, it'll work great in trade. It'll work better in trade in that way. But this is another one that has that mystery, intrigue, cliffhangers, and that's wonderful. And so that means it's great for both, and it looks great. So this is another one. I'll give it a strong buy, too. On to Silver Surfer Black, number three. This is $3.99, and it is Kate's Moore... Stuart Cowles on this one and oh man I, I just love this art it's so crazy it's so mind trippy and so wonderful and so colorful and awesome and it just works with Silver Surfer so perfectly it just blows my mind I'm like oh my gosh so essentially what's going on is at first it's a flashback of him and his woman together and then it gets you caught back up and you're like oh, okay he's on Mogo he's been infected by Null or with a symbiote or something, and but Mogo or not Mogo Ego is also infected, and so he's like, "All right, well, let me go clean this infection out, and then you have to help me fight Null." So that's the plan, and then he finds out that like things are a lot worse than he expected, and he's weaker than he was because of the fact that he has this infection. And he's also, I don't know if he's like having cancer or something like it. It kind of sounds like that too type of thing. So yeah, but it looks phenomenal. It's just mind-blowing. And even the crazy, crazy cliffhanger ending as well. So it's it's cool how there's like this overarching thing going on, but it also has its own things going on as well. So that being said, like it, this is another one where I could see it totally working well as trade and it works well in issues too. So it's it's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I really enjoy it a lot. So I can definitely give it a strong buy. Visuals and writing is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, here's the digital code. N for Nova, K for Killmonger, T for Thomas, J for Jameson, Y for Yank, 9-6, U for Ultron, J for Jameson, 9, E for Echo, and O for Outrage. Now on to Hawkman number 15, it's $3.99, it's Venditti, Olif, Palmer, Skipper, and this one is really weird because we have The Shade, and we also have Hawkman, and Hawkman goes to get help from Shade, and then you also get this flashback story of the villain, who is... Um, Shadow. And so I had forgot his name was Shadow or Shadow Master or whatever his name is. Um, or Living Shadow. Even though it has it on the front cover. Because they don't really mention him. So I thought this guy Shade was actually the same person as the Living Shadow. And this, and Hawkman didn't know it. Like he had been tricking him and he was like gotten inside his head. And that's what I thought the whole time. So I was like, what is going on? 
But anyways, you, I find, I realized that it wasn't, and he's like, oh, okay, all right. Well, you know what? We're gonna go to this safe space where there's no shadows at all. It's just this complete white room, and then he's like, we just have to not have any shadows, and we'll be fine. But then he's like, oh crap. When I opened my mouth, it created a shadow, and so he came out from his mouth and attacked them both. And uh, yeah, so that was that's really really freaking crazy. And stole and stole. He's now stolen both of their uh, shadows. And they're like, he's like, all right, well now we need to get out of here. And he's like, yeah, but now he's you know we're in somewhere worse. So. I really have to give kudos to Venditti because I feel like the year the villain stuff, especially in this one, Dark Gifts, it is kind of been sidetracked from what was already going on. But yet Venditti was able to roll with the punches and make it into like, hey, this is how it was supposed to go anyways type of story. Or he's working in his story throughout this one as well. And so it's just working out phenomenally. And I'm like, man, this guy's such a such a masterful writer. And, and this different art style works really well with this new story arc and this villain. So it's really great. I can give it a strong buy for sure, with, uh, without a doubt. Now on to Symbiote Spider-Man number five. This is David Land, least in the Armata. This is $3.99. And so we have... The symbiote Spider-Man facing off against a symbiote Mysterio. Now, he only has a piece of the symbiote, not, not the full thing. And so that's what's going on is uh, you have this fight where he's trying to get a piece of him back. And it's the actual symbiote because Spider-Man has been knocked out. And so now it's the symbiote taking control of Spider-Man. And Black Cat gets involved and she doesn't know that. She doesn't realize that Peter is no longer in control and that the symbiote is controlling Peter, pretty much. And Aunt May, also, she's waiting for Peter to show up, but of course, we know what's going on with Peter. And so it's really messed up because once Peter comes to, he's like, oh, hey, how did I get here? And she's like, yeah, right, you know, whatever, screw you. And so you're like, man, this is so all kinds of messed up. And even though this is like a flashback to another time, pretty much when he had the symbiote like it still works out really well and uh and it says finn as in end but then it says symbiote spider-man will return and so i'm like okay where when i want to know and how and will it be peter david writing because that's what i want but i feel like it's probably going to be in the absolute carnage story which i still hope it's peter david doing it because then I'm totally down for that issue. So, anyways, this was really great. I really enjoyed it a lot. It's, for me, a, definitely a strong buy. And I think in trade, this was would work well. But it also probably works best if you're... I don't know if you there's really... You don't have to read anything that came before. Like any of the Absolute Carnage stuff or any of the Venom stuff. Uh, or... The next stuff but i think you'll want to because i want to so yeah uh, like i said strong buy here's a digital code seven v for vegeta zero nine t for tank 
9-3, O for Oscar, K for Kilgore, A for Attack, K for Kilgore, C for Cable. Now on to Teen Titans, number 33, it's 399 with Glass, Chen, Ratmond, Placencia. And this one has Lobo, he's just been messed up by the Teen Titans and one of the Lex bots comes to him and is like, hey, do you want my help? You know, I'll cut you loose and stuff. And he's like, whatever, man, screw you. I don't need your help. And he's like, obviously you do. It looks like you do. And so they pretty much, they didn't lobotomize him. There was one of the Teen Titans looked like she lobotomized him. And so whatever she did, Luthor's bot undid. So then we also have like these guys that are really weird and some other villains too showing up. Um, like this guy and this gal and the team like they work so well and they take them out and they take them down and they're like yeah who's the other and then you also see Damien talking to Amiko and being like hey who's this traitor and she's like you know Deathstroke probably just made that up to mess us up and stuff and uh, it's just really crazy so you find out that this little plan that they're doing is that everyone has come to this plan where it's kind of like sort of a rehabilitation plan for the villains, which is, like I said, they're kind of lobotomizing them. They're brainwashing them and sending them out into the world to be normal people. And just like this, you find out Brother Blood, he is now discovering he's, you know, as the blind man pissing into the wind, it's all coming back to him now. And so that's what it seems like is going on in this. I can't wait to see more. This has always been phenomenal. Yes, it is a slow build, but each issue is phenomenal on its own because they all always have great intro, great middle meat content, and then great ending, which is usually a cliffhanger into the next issue. So it's the type of thing that goes. It will be great in trade because you'll get to read it all the way through. It's It won't be as slow but yet it's phenomenal in issues because it gets that done as well so that's why i'm going to give it a strong buy and a contender on to invaders number eight it is zadarsky magno guis Limares on this one man this book is just all kinds of freaking nuts so now you we have rocks on and the UN and the US government working together, really mostly not so much the UN, but the US government working with Roxxon and, you know, po politics coming into play where like Roxxon's pretty much telling them what to do and how to run stuff. And then you have the original Human Torch, who has a new body built by Iron Man, and Toro, his old sidekick, and he's like, hey man, just quit this. And he's like, no, you know, they messed too much stuff up. You have Namor, and he is called Bucky for a meeting. But Bucky brought back up. The thing is, Namor pretty much has his own backup, but his own map backup is himself, where he comes to realize and tell the truth that he says, you know what, he's had this, that where that thing really messed him up, that exchange that he had with Xavier, because now this other person has created, it pretty much it's kind of like a... Not a, almost like a split personality inside his own head to the point where it takes control of Namor. He is completely unaware of what this person does while using his body or his personality, his mind or whatever, who is actually him. 
And but now as Namor, he's like, you know what? You're not taking control. I'm in control, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna follow through with this. And it's just crazy. And now there's this revelation that even the people, the humans that were turned into Atlanteans, if they're not fixed within a certain amount of time, they will die. And so, because that's what they discovered about the people that turned in, that were turned into humans, is that hey, they're gonna die eventually. And they did. Bucky's backup, not it, it helped, but it wasn't enough because, like I said, Namor had his own. And oh my gosh, this series is just absolutely phenomenal and mind blowing. And I don't know how this isn't a Marvel crossover event, but I'm glad it's not because it feels better as a self-contained event within itself. And I miss when comics were about self-contained events within just one title instead of, hey, it had to interrupt all these other titles, you know, from what they had going on. So... Definitely a strong buy, definitely a contender, and I'm holding on to the digital code until the end. Now on to Doctor Who, the 13th Doctor by Titan Comics. It's number 11. We have Jody Hauser, Roberta Ingranata, Enrica Eren Angiolini, and Comicraft on this one. And I always love how they tell you previously, have the thing, and then they describe each character which is always great, helps me get back into it and be like, what will their what their voices sound like? And then because of the previously as well, I was like, oh yeah, now I remember what happened. She's just about to take this job. Her and her crew is about to take this job with this lady that's a thief who is also a Time Lord. So they are setting up this plan, coming up with their plan and doing that stuff and talking about it and explaining things and there's some hang-ups and it's also one of those things where like as they explain things they're kind of showing these things as well and then when it comes to fruition it's like oh this is the person this is the guy that is your employer this is not gonna end well so and it's I love it because it's a throwback. And for me, I recently read the volume one, so it was perfect for me. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but it was so great. And it, there, that's the thing is there's so many beautiful landscapes in this. Um, just the imagery is phenomenal. And I just love the personalities of the characters are so great. So, yeah, it's, it's really great, enjoyable read. And it's... It's pretty crazy. Once again, though, I do feel like this would be better in trade, but it's still pretty solid in issues. So in issues, I would say it's a buy. In trade, strong buy. And it's time for a commercial break, so I'm going to talk about one of our sponsors, Gamers Anonymous, which is located at 1512 C Wyoming Boulevard Northeast in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 87112. You can visit their website at garetro.com or give them a call at 505-332-0717. They are usually open from 10 a.m. or 7. And they're primarily a video game stop, electronics store. They mostly do retro, but not just retro. In fact, they have a lot of new stuff. Like, that's what's so great. Me, I mean, I love retro. I, I have my, I, I've gotten all my systems from them. In fact, my retro systems. 
I bought my NES from them. I bought my SNES from them. And I also got my... I got a Sega Genesis, but it's like a mini, uh, which is great. Sega Genesis is my favorite. And I'll probably eventually get the other systems as time goes on. I'll probably eventually get a GameCube, which I never got. And uh, I actually got an Xbox, original Xbox, from my parents' garage. And I might find a X, uh, an N64 there. If I don't, then I'll get one from there, which I did have seen that they had a Pikachu one. And I was like, that's awesome, and I want that. But yeah, so anyways, they, they every once in a while they have these sales go on where someone has traded in their stuff. And so they do this huge sale, and it's phenomenal. And then, like I said, if they get too many, they have too much stuff, they're like, all right, we're going to buy, do a, buy one, get one free sale, or a buy two, get one free sale. And they just, they're always having sales. Uh, so they have they have PS4 games as well. They have Xbox One games, and they have Xbox One Xs. They have PlayStation Fours. In fact, there's been multiple times where they I've seen where people traded in a pro, and I'm like, I want to trade mine in for a pro, um, and I I just don't get to it because I'm too busy to play video games anyways most of the time. So I'm like, uh, if I and if I have time, you know. And every time I'm on that side of town, I'm, I always go over there. In fact, I'm always trying to come up with an excuse to go over there. It was so great when we used to record there because it was my excuse to blow money <laughs> on as much stuff as I possibly could while I was there. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I've gotten, like, almost all of my retro games from there, controls and everything. They're absolutely phenomenal. I'm always getting discounts from them. And that's the thing is, it's like every time I go, even though I don't go that often... I feel like I have a discount so it's like I'll buy something and they're like oh now you have this much and I'm like all right then I guess I'll get another thing then so it's so great and the people there are just wonderful and I love talking to them and getting talking nerdy with them about video games and stuff so it's really great it's just great uh, nerdy environment and it's phenomenal they have so much great stuff going on throughout the week so you should check them out on Facebook join their community group get involved with them because it's such a blast you know and that's the thing is it's so great because it's a great way to meet people you know whether you want to meet friends or fellow nerds whether they be uh you know if you're looking for romance possibly you never know you never know and you won't know unless you go out there and get out there and try new stuff uh and and you know just even if you don't, guess what? It's still fun because you get to still play video games, you know, and probably eat good food as well. So there's that. Um, so make sure you check them out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I don't know if they're on Tumblr, but I'm, I know they're on Instagram. Um, I'm pretty sure they have. I don't know if they specifically have a YouTube, but I know uh, John Sakura has a YouTube. So and he's a saint. So make sure you check them out and go give them some business. On to the second batch of comics. I have analog number seven. This is $3.99. It's Dugan O'Sullivan, Spicer, Sabino on this one. And so this hitman has another job and they're like, hey, go to Miami. And he's like, I hate Miami. I'm not going. And then you see him in Miami. Well, guess what? And he's like, yeah, I hate Miami because all this bad stuff happens. Guess what? The people that brought him there are the people that go against him. 
And then you see, like, his girlfriend and the lady that he was working for. And they're talking to some guy and trying to get information from him. And they're like, well, you know what? We're going to sell you out. If you don't give us the information we need or help us out, then we're going to sell you out to them and tell them that you were talking to us. And then you see what happened with him because he got attacked and he kind of plays dummy and ends up messing these guys up and then somebody else goes to him um, to give him a new job. So he's like, all right, well, now I got a new job and I can go somewhere else. Screw this place. I'm going to Texas. So it was good. It was just one of those things where you're like, it just feels like a bridge comic though, where you're like, but it was still pretty solid. So I can't really complain too much. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, it was still really great. So I think it's still definitely a buy. It looks really solid and it was enjoyable. Now on to Robotech number 23. This is by Titan Comics. And we it is uh, Event Horizon Chapter 3 with Furman, Fletcher, Prasetya, Stone, Lesko, and Campbell on this one. And... This is another one. It says story so far, gets you caught up, has the cast of characters, their allegiances, you know, stuff like that. So it's easier to get into. I feel like I missed at least an issue or a few, and it was still pretty easy for me to get into. And not only that, like, yeah, sure, I was a little bit lost, but at the same time, I was like, emotionally, I was there. I was like, man, like, I just got sucked in so quick, so easily. And was like, man, this is chaotic and this is crazy. But like, I'm like so amped up right now. I'm like, wow, this is freaking crazy. Because you have this a these aliens, the Zen Ventrady, I think. And they've defected. It's just a small group has defected to uh, the humans. Uh, ZDF-1, I think it is. And even they are like oh, hey, by the way, this thing works, so we could do this thing, but now we're better at it. We can pinpoint it better and figure out what to do. And so the captain's like, let's do it. We're going to take the fight to them and, and try to end this, you know? So it's really crazy. There's battles, there's physical battles, there's space battles, you know, sh with these ships, these mechs. It's just all kinds of crazy. Then these revelations too, like, of these two characters, they can help, they can use like these new powers that they got together to help, you know, figure this thing out. And it kind of goes into something else as well, where you're like, I think it's going to be like this spinoff series where it's a possible like new timeline or something. I'm not sure, but yeah. And, and I think they do that as a teaser at the end. Cause I was like, is this a continuation or is this a teaser? And I think it's a teaser for the next, for the other thing they're going to do. So I love the way it looks. It's super intense. This is another book. Really great in issues, but I think it would be even grander in trade. So I can definitely give it a buy in issues for this issue. And, but like I said, strong buy in trade for sure. On to Batman and the Outsiders 4. It's Hill, Soy, Gandini. This is $3.99. And we have Raz Al Ghul continuing to train this lady. She's getting more and more indoctrinated. You also see Cass and she's talking to Duke. And she's like, hey, you know, let's work together. I'm here to help you and stuff. 
and then you see Black Lightning, and he's talking to this other guy, and he's like, hey, man, what do you want to do? Like, you know, you're this arms dealer, and I'm not really cool with guns, but if you're willing to help, then we can help. And then you see Katana and what's going on with her. She's got some uh, inner demons and stuff. And then you see Black Lightning calls, or Bruce Wayne calls Black Lightning to his yacht, and he's like, you know what, man, I'm not here to just be called anytime and stuff. And it's just like they're, they, they're constantly beefing. It's really weird. And so, and then Black Lightning meets with Duke, and he's like, all right, man, you know, we got to go on this mission, but we're going to sideline you. And he's like, come on, man, I can do it. And he's like, you know you can, but, you know, we just got to sideline you this one time, you know. And then they meet up with Batman, and Batman's like, all right, you know what? He's, I, we know that uh, she's getting more and more brainwashed, but I just need you guys to go and convince her to come back, and I'll deal with the person that she's become. And then change her. And then you also see Katana and Black Lightning have a chance uh, to chat and stuff. So that was really great too. So this book is phenomenal. This is another one where I'm like, I love it each time it comes out. But I'm like, no, I want more. And that's that's great though. That's a great thing to be like, if you want more, they're doing their jobs. But it's also the kind of I want more where it seems a little slow. Though enjoyable. So it's the kind of thing where I'm like, man, I just I just want the trade at this point. That's where I'm I'm getting a little impatient, uh, but that's just me at this point. But I'm loving every moment, every issue of it. So yeah, it's definitely a strong buy. On to Merca and Dolfo's Unnatural issue twelve. It's the last issue, and it's the showdown. She's meets up with her mom, and her mom's trying to trick her into you know, doing this ritual and it's, it's working, it's working. And, but the thing is this other wolf or this wolf, he's like, you know, I'm going to go help her because, you know, she has a weakness for friends and for family and she's going to have a weakness against her mom, but I'm not, you know, screw this lady. And so she messes her up. But once again, her weakness leads her to be vulnerable. And then you know, it causes this spirit within her to escape into the mom. And the mom's like, yeah, now I can do this evil plan that I've been wanting to do this whole time. But yet, this girl, she's like, I know how this spirit works and its weakness. And so, and in how its power works. And so I can stop it. And then, so you see, you see the, you see that happen. And then you see the after effects of what it's done to the people that have been to the society, how it's changed society for better and stuff like that. And then it kind of just, it says the end with a question mark. And so even Mirka Andolfo, she at the end is like, you know, right now this door is closed. Yes, I put a question mark in there as a teaser. She's like, I might get back to it eventually. She's like, but there's a teaser at the end of this that'll show you what my next project is. And I, and, I, and I was like, oh, okay, awesome. I really, I finished it and I was like, damn, I really want more of this because this is so good. But then I was like, okay, this looks really great. So 2010, she's got another project coming out and that looks phenomenal. So I love it. There's just something really beautiful about people doing their passion projects. And when they do it, they, it's gold. It really is gold. This series has been absolutely phenomenal. 
I do think that it probably would be better in issue. I mean, in trade, I've been getting it in issues. Actually, you know, it's been great in issues. So I didn't at any point was like, oh, I'm, I should switch to trade. Actually, I didn't think I did think that a few times, but more so so my wife could read it more than anything else. But I have all the issues, so my wife could read all the issues. She just won't want to probably because it's too many issues versus when you get a book, boom, it looks smaller and everything, right? So if you didn't get in issues, get it in trade for sure. It was definitely a strong buy, and I would even say a contender. On to Captain Marvel number nine. This is Thompson Carnero Bond villain. It's three ninety nine, and man, this book is so good. So you have Carol, and she's talking to the lady that does the um, oh Brand, yeah, Abigail Brand. She runs uh, Alpha Flight now. And she's like, hey, you can come back up here, you know, and, and do stuff with us. And she's like, no, 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 that's yours and stuff. And you see your little, you know, thing with Rhodey. Her and Rhodey are going together on this thing to like, they're like, hey, she's like, I put a tracer on Minerva. And so it's leading us to this secret sewer lab where this Kraken that had attacked her previously, you know, is there. And then all of a sudden it activates you also see how there's some brain scans or some sort of scans that are going on that Rhodey or, or Jessica Drew took of her. And they're like, yeah, Iron Man's like, yeah, we need more information than that. And uh, this thing's messing Carol up because Carol is weak and then someone saves her. And then, like I said, uh, Tony Stark shows up and he's like, hey, you know, you need help. There's something going on with you. And they figure it out. They find this thing that's inside of her. Um and, you know, she's like, all right, why well, I, I got to go, you know, I have my own. She has her own, like, secret little cave and stuff, which is really awesome. But then she's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go find this chick. Minerva's messing with me. And then you're like, okay, that's pretty nuts. You're like, hey, this is crazy. I, I just like how it's kind of like, it seems obvious, but because they're making obvious, it's like, oh, uh, and it didn't even seem like too easy. And then you're like, oh man, this is crazy. So this is just a phenomenal series. I'm loving this so far. This is another book where I'm like, I really don't want to drop it because of how well written it's being done. This is like, I don't want to stop reading. This is another one where I'm like, I really want to find out what's going on. Like, who's this person? I know it has to do with this person that's this star, you know, the, this new superhero lady that's called Star. And so I'm like, I want to know what's going on with that and what's going on with everything in this and the previous issue. So this is phenomenal stuff. And I just, I can't recommend it more. It's, it's a strong buy. It's contender. Um, yeah. I'm going to hold on to the digital code until the end. On to Go Go Power Rangers number 22 by Boom Studios. This is $3.99 with Parrot Grace Mortarino and Anjulo on this one. And so we have Jason fighting the Green Power Ranger, which is Tommy. And then it goes to nine months after Rival Day. So anyways, this is after... I, apparently I missed an issue, I think. And so this one just goes into the Power Rangers talking about they're, they're both, there's different people arguing why they should have Tommy in the team why they shouldn't have Tommy on the team. And what's weirder is it's like, okay, well, I think Tommy has lost his power. And then somebody has showed up out of the time stream 
to talk to Jason and be like, hey, you know, something's gone wrong and we need your help. And so Billy's just acting like really crazy, really intense. Um, Kimberly's kind of like trying to get back to normal. And then this other guy um, is, is talking to her. And it's like, hey, you, you should have Tommy on the team, you know, and stuff. And she's like, yeah. And this one has Lord Zed. So I'm like, I've definitely missed an issue because I'm like, there wasn't a Lord Zed before. And then you also see everyone, it's pretty much like the calm before the storm. You see people kind of just like, they're downtime. They're trying to do good things like Trini. She's helping communities, these little kids and stuff. And then Lord Zed's like, yeah, my villains are created to be like, we find out what their loves are and then turn them into something they fear. So it's like, they have a soft spot for them. And so they send this monster after them that looks like this bunny that they have. And so it makes them think that it's, it's this bunny. And so they are. They're going easy on it because of that. And for whatever reason, Jason's not showing up. And the reason is, is because that other person that is contacted him from the future or the time stream or whatever. And there's going to be a Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover, which is going to be awesome um, in December. So, but anyways, uh, this was really great. I just felt a little lost from previous issue where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I missed an issue. And it seems like it was a phenomenal issue because it was the final, like this great build up to Tommy and I completely missed it. And I'm like, damn it. And as well as Lord Zed. So it, this is phenomenal issue though. Like I said, calm before the storm sort of until the end. And yeah, I can't wait for more because this is how great and how well it's done. So it's definitely a strong buy, and I would even say contender. On to Riri Williams' Iron Heart, number nine, goes to Wakanda. Ewing, Vecchio, Giafo, Mia, and this one's $3.99. And so we have Riri, and she talks to Tony Stark and is like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. I need to go to Wakanda. Can you help me out? And so he's like, yeah, sure. And so she goes, she meets up with, Shuri and they're both beefing right away because they're both so similar both of them are all about science right and technology and stuff and so you know even Riri showing up and being like hey you know there's this mystical thing going on she's like yeah well I haven't figured it out and she's like well just because you haven't figured it out doesn't mean it's not going on and it's pretty urgent so we need to get on it and she's like all right whatever and she's so they're just really beefing because like you know she's a princess and then what's crazy is because, of course, Riri is from Chicago. She's from an uh, urban neighborhood in Chicago, and Shuri is the princess of Wakanda, you know? So, but, like, she's deserves respect as well because it's like she's been the Black Panther. She's led a country. She's done all these things, you know? And so, anyways, something happens with this wellspring, like, under... And these creatures come out and they have to figure out how to team up and defeat them together and help these people. And they're like, okay, you know what? Maybe I was being a pain. You know, they apologize to each other, work together, you know, to save people. And that's what they do. And they're like, all right, well, this is where we're going to have to go. This is where it is. So let's do this. And uh, yeah, and it looks like they're possibly getting help from somebody else. So yeah, it's... This is another one where like it's it's pretty solid. I like it a lot. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, it's interesting. It's this is this book's frustrating in the best kind of way, where you're frustrated because the characters are frustrated, 
And when they put you in that emotional state, that's because the writer's doing their job or just the creative team is doing their job perfectly. Like they're, so you see the facial expression, you see all that, you know, and that's, that's what's going on here. It's, this is really well done. So this is superb. I'll give it a strong buy. Here's the digital code. O for Oscar, zero, Q for Quintana, one, T for Tomas, L for Lupita, A for Alamos, nine, N for Novella, J for Jacopo, M for Marcos, N for Novella. Now on to The Flash, number 76. This is 399 with Williamson, Sandoval, Tarragona, and Murray on this one. And so this one is actually in Tokyo, and it is Flash. Well, you have Tokyo, Vegas, Washington, D.C., and then Central City. And it is Flash and Avery. And Avery is this girl who is the Asian Flash, I guess, or the Chinese Flash. And so they're teaming up to fight enemies because apparently Flash has been gone for a while. And so, but they're fighting these enemies. And they are Tarpit and Girder. And so Flash shows up. And of course Kid Flash is like, screw you. We're not forgiving you. You know, he's just because you show up with a smile and, you know, help us out. Doesn't mean we're forgiving you. And he does help him out. Like tells him like, hey, you know, this is how you can beat him and stuff. And then he's like, all right, you know what? I got something to show you. Just give me a chance. And so shows him like this, the Flash Museum that he's fixed up. And how now they have like this flash cave sort of, or a speed lab, that's what it's called. And some allies and people to help them out and stuff. And they're like, you know, just because you've got some gadgets doesn't mean we're going to forgive you and stuff. And then you see there's still stuff going on. The rogues are getting back together, of course, because they got tech from Lex Luthor. And Flash is like, yeah, you're right. You know, that's not enough. I'm, I'm not doing enough. And then what's crazy, though, is that Black Flash um, shows up, and that's freaking crazy. So, or the Death Flash, whatever, though, the, yeah. It's nuts. It's awesome. It looks phenomenal. It's, it's really crazy. I like it. This one definitely felt like it's a good jumping on point. In fact, it might be better of a jumping on point if you haven't read anything else in the sense because it's like, because of so much that has been going on in the past, I felt a little lost. Because I was like, where does this take place? What's been going on? And I was just like, alright, okay, this is a little confusing. And then I was like, okay, figured things out. So yeah, it's definitely a strong buy though. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Looks phenomenal. On to Miles Morales Spider-Man number 9. This is Ahmed Garon and Curiel on this one. And this one focuses on the family. This focuses on the parents, especially. The parents are like, he's been missing. What's going on? We're trying to cover for him for school. You know, we can't go to the police because he is Spider-Man. And, you know, then it'll, he'll be outed to all these places if we come clean and tell them the truth and stuff. So, well, his brother shows up, Uncle Aaron, which is Prowler now. And so they join up together, you know, like ex shield agent and prowler and he's like hey and that's what the prowler has been out of it out of the biz for a while and he comes back into the business to just get his suit he's like hey you know if you give me the my suit 
and then I'll do any job for you. You call the shots, you know, I'll do whatever. No, no questions asked. And he's like, are you sure, man? You know, and he's like, you know what? It's, it's not my thing anymore. You got to handle yourself. So, and they're like, and we're doing this for miles. And so they figure out where miles is and they, tr they go help him. They try to get him out and it's, it's crazy. It's intense. It's emotional. It's, it's nuts. And, uh, it's, it's weird. And it, it's just cause like they're, there's emotional moments going on throughout because these two brothers have not seen each other in a long time. And at the same time, like miles has been straight up tortured by this, by these, through these experiments and stuff. And it's like, he's a changed person. Like you can tell he's not going to come out of this normal. Like he's going to have some, you know, PTSD about this stuff. You know, there's definitely some trauma there. Uh, and, and you're like, this is, this is nuts, but they do what they have to. And, What's crazy is Miles is so selfless that even though he's been tortured and he's like messed up, he's like, we have to destroy this place so they can't do this to anybody else. And his dad and his uncle are like, you know what, dude, we just need to get you out of here. Like, we can come back and, and do this later. But right now, we need to just get you somewhere safe. And, oh man, it's just, it's freaking nuts. It's, it's crazy. And then, of course, I'm seeing all these teasers in other books for number 10. And this is another book where I'm like, I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to get out. And I just can't. I This is another book where I'm like, damn it, I'm going to have to get issue number 10 to find out what's going on, especially considering the teasers and how this one, this one goes. You know, so it's absolutely phenomenal. This is another one. I'll hold on to the digital code to the end. Now on to Aquaman number 51. This is 499. It's Deconic, Rocha, Henriquez, and Go. And this one we have Aqua Lad, I guess, coming to ask Aquaman to for help to be like, hey, train me. I'll be your sidekick, but I don't want to be your sidekick because I don't like sidekick or let me be your assistant, you know? And so he's like, all right, well, we're helping these old gods that are, you know, that's what they are and stuff. And then you see also see... Uh, Mira setting up this wedding this like wedding she's like I'm gonna marry Volko and he's this old out of shape man old man you know and stuff and she's like well I want these kinds of flowers and they're like well we don't have those flowers they only have them in the ninth tried and that's the poor I'm not going back to that because that's where all the the poor is you know and so and he's like you know I worked my butt off to get out of there and she's like well you know what if we work and harvest all these flowers that I need for my wedding, then it'll help their economy and it'll elevate them. So that's what we're going to do. And that's what I want. And this like nun, you know, is like, well, you know, you keep on, you're just wasting time because you're waiting, waiting for Aquaman to come back, you know? And she's like, well, you know what? This is what I want. And this is what we're doing and stuff. And they're telling stories at this new lighthouse that they built for these old gods. Uh, but one of them, has left and something bad happens to him and then you see also some stuff with black manta and lix luthor so yeah it's it's really awesome it's really intriguing it's really great uh this is probably another book that i'm like i want to drop it but i'm probably just going to switch to trade this one is a one where i do feel comfortable get getting in trade where i'm like nothing too crazy is happening at the moment where like i'm like i absolutely have to have the next issue yes i want to continue finding out what's going on with this series but i'm willing to switch to trade 
So yeah, it's definitely a strong buy though. On to Doctor Strange, number 17. It's Wade, Kitson, Koblish, Riber, and this one is $3.99. And so this one is, he is at the end of eternity. And so eternity is there, the, the entity of eternity, you know, and the living tribunal is there. And they're like, hey, well, you're a god because you're existing here. So we'll give you the opportunity to go back and you can go back and rebuild everything exactly as it was with a slight alter. So this doesn't happen. How about that? But he also has made this deal with Dormammu. And so Dormammu is like, you know, I'm going to give you the option to go give to talk to them so that you can fix this, you know, so that we can exist because I don't exist um, with any humans. If there's nobody, well, he exists in his own realm, but not in the same realm where and now that there's no humans, he's like, there's no point in existing because he's like, or any beings so he can, you know, trade souls and stuff. And so that's what you see him like refix everything and with one alteration. And then Dormammu is like, or Mephisto is like, you know what? Now I'm going to coin in on my, on my thing uh, because you made this deal with me to fix things. Uh, I, you know, a deal is a deal. So it's the classic thing, you know, like, Doctor Strange is like, yeah, I'm going to profess my love to Clea. And so he does, and then that deal is dealt with. And if you've read anything with Mephisto, especially like the Spider-Man stuff, similar thing happened with him and uh, with, with, yeah, Spider-Man and Mary Jane um, and Mephisto. So, yeah, it's sad. It's great. It's a good... It's, it's wonderful because it's one of those things where you're like, it's a great conclusion, but then there's still a teaser at the end where you're like, damn it. Now I have to keep reading this. But it's a good enough conclusion where I can go like, okay, I'm satisfied, satisfied with this. I don't have to keep on getting this title. I don't feel like I absolutely have to. I want to. And so it's not something I'd get in trade. So anyways, this one still a strong buy though. And here's the digital code. T for Tomas and for Marcos, E for Iluterio, L for Lupita and for Marcos, U for Uganda, G for Gloria, Y for Yucca, F for Familias, K for Kilo, 9-2. Now I have Watch Dogs number two, all by Titan Comics. We have uh, Kansara and Horn on this one. It's actually Watch Dogs Second Chance, and it's issue two. And I didn't read the first one, so I was definitely lost because I didn't know what was going on before this. And I was like, is this related to the video game? I think it is. And even reading the issue, I was like, is this related to the video game? I think it is. Because it wasn't 100% clear. Because I haven't played the game. So I don't know. Because they're using like all these references and stuff. But anyways, it starts off this lady... She looks like uh, she's black or some kind of Spanish, um, maybe a mix. And so she's in this prison. It's gross. And it looks more like a detention center more than anything else. And someone creates, uh, and there's all kinds of people in there. You can tell it's, it's really horrible conditions, right? Like some sort of a poor South American country or something like that. Someone creates a distraction and... Uh, 
they break out and ends up becoming a riot. This girl and her brother is like, let's get out of here. And he explains like everything. He's like, you know, when you got into this place, I was in a really bad place because he was on drugs and he was in a gang and he's all this stuff. He's like, I got cleaned up, you know, and I'm trying my best and we're trying to take down this you know, faction of these, essentially what's happened is you have these electronics, these machines that are, they're giving phones and all these electronics they're giving to everyone, but it, it records all the information. It does all this stuff. And so it's like, yeah. And they're, and then they're using the politicians to sell this and, and to make things better, but then they want to, like I said, just make money off of it and use leverage as leverage against these politicians and as well as just the, like I said, the, they have, they control the police, they control this stuff. And so they're pretty much like, let's fight the system. But they kind of want to work within the system to fight the system and the way they're going to try to do that is because one of the politicians who's being supported by this to run for office is a guy that they grew up with. And he's like, no, no, no. So they're like, all right, you know what? We'll just set up like spy, you know, cameras on all this stuff. And so the girl, she has a talk with him and she sets up all this spy stuff up. And you're like, all right, this is pretty crazy. And he ends up realizing that she's hidden some stuff, but not all of it. And, but he becomes... He's like, you know what, maybe this is the better thing is to be like, you know what, let's just be completely obvious. Let's be, you know, I, even though I know I'm not going to give it up just so it's clear to everyone. And so that's pretty much what he does is, you know, he publicly says this thing and they're like, well, we can't stop him now because he's going to do it anyways. And he goes to this thing and so they try to take him out because they can tell, oh, He's trying to side with this girl and stuff with these, well, not necessarily just the girl, but with these people that are from the poor part of, of the city, of the town. And so they try to take him out, and so his friends try to protect him, and then they reveal this whole thing. And so it ends up bringing all the, all the bad people down. But then even in the end, he's like, well, I'm going to try to bring back the technology but have it restrained and controlled by the people. And so, and, and that's even something that they said themselves. Like, the people were like, well, we want it back, but we want to control it, not them. And they're like, well, we'll see if we can do that. And it's just kind of like, it ends, it's one of those things where it, it kind of ends, not badly, but like she leaves and she's like, I'm going to go, I think she's trying to create like another revolution while he's trying to make positive change there, you know, and it, it doesn't, it's not really a happy ending. Um, and it does say the end. So I'm like, so is that the end of this story? It's just two issue arc. Like what's going on? I'm confused. Is it just like one shots? So I don't know if I even had to know anything beforehand because I really didn't feel like I needed to. Except for the fact that I felt like a little lost because I haven't played the video game. I didn't know the vernacular, you know, and stuff like that. But it was still an enjoyable read. The art is weird. It's really, really weird. Because it's not the way that people look. It, it looks odd. 
And I can totally see how that may be off-putting to people, but it worked for this story. It, I don't think it would work for everything. And especially considering, like, I, it, like I said, it worked for this because it's like, they're poor. It's in a like a Latin country or South American country or something like that, and it works. But if you apply it to something else like a really technological city, I don't think it would work as well. Uh, but so this one, this one was pretty solid though. I I enjoyed it. It, it was. It seemed like it was a solid one shot as well. But like it seems like it could also lead to more. Where it's like there's all these connected one shots in a sense. So it was pretty solid. I, th I think it's definitely worth a buy. Now last book. It is Detective Comics 1009. It's Tomasi Deuce Guerrero. And this is $3.99. So we have Batman and he's doing. He's like putting in the overtime hours. Because Alfred is like, hey, you have this thing that you have to go to, and I'm gonna keep keeps on bugging and bugging and bugging. He's like, all right, I'm going to sleep. He's like, nope, you got this, you know, retreat to go to or whatever this business stuff, and he goes. And you, there's also this, you know, Deathstroke, or not Deathstroke, Deadshot, you know, shows up in this one, and you know, so this one is like it's great because he goes to this meeting. He's like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm bored. He's like, this guy looks bored. This is a boring presentation, Lucius. You need to do a better job, you know? And so, like, let's all pitch in, you know, to do this job. And then, so he also, they have to go do, like, this retreat or whatever, this business uh, summit or something like that. And so he forces all the CEO, all the the board to go with him on the jet instead of, because they all want to go on their own. And they're like, yeah, they're pissed about this. He's like, I don't really care. Uh, but then it turns out that, um, the plane gets hijacked uh, by somebody that I mentioned earlier and then they get shipwrecked or plane wrecked on an island and it's just crazy and awesome and then there's this little teaser at the end which kind of makes me excited um, but yeah it's this is one where I'm like oh man this is going to be the beginning of a great new arc even if it's just like two issues or a few issues, it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, I was like, yeah, this is going to be freaking awesome. It's going to be like the most dangerous game. It's going to be so great. Uh, I, yeah, I, it's going to be... This is definitely a strong buy. This is definitely a contender. And yeah. Now it's time for me to announce the runner-up and back-in-bag of the week. Well, Detective Comics, yeah, it's phenomenal, but that's not quite it. That doesn't make the cut. Um, Power Rangers, another one where, hey, I feel like I had missed too much as much as as great as this one was. So, not that one. Um, Unnatural, it was phenomenal, but it's an end cap. And, you know, it, it was a great conclusion, but, but not quite it. Um... Justice League Odyssey is phenomenal. Teen Titans is really, really great. And that's pretty nuts. But I'm going to put Teen Titans aside. I'm going to go ahead and give you the code for Miles Morales Spider-Man. Here it is. It's a little messed up, so I might get it wrong. Which is it's K for kill, I think. Then it might be 
G or three. Actually, I think it's a three. Looks like it's a three, I think. Uh, and then G for Glory, Z for Zarbon, E for Egon, 5, T for Tomics, S for X for X-Ray, V for Vector. And then I think it's E or F, so it might be F for Fantastic or E for Exact. And then A for Attack and 8. So yeah, that was cool, but there are some weird, awkward moments. So I am going to go with Invaders, number 8, as my runner-up. Like I said, it's just all kinds of mind-blowing and phenomenal. And it's just so crazy. So, spoiler alert, here it is. Now, what happens is, like I said, Bucky meets with Namor. Namor wants to meet with him. Meet with him. And so, his backup is Susan Storm. And so, you think, like, okay, they're going to win this. It's going to be okay. But he has, like, this serpent helmet. You can control minds with it and stuff. So... It's one of those things where, like, he's able to to do what he does, um, what he's trying to do. It's, it's freaking crazy. It's freaking intense. Um, I can't wait to see what's to come next. So, yeah, that's why it's my runner-up. Here is the digital code for that. 5R for Richter, A for Apocalypse, R for Richter, C for Cable, U for Ultron, 1 for U for Ultron, B for Bishop, O for Omar, I for Invisible Woman. But you know what? I'm going to have to give it to Justice League Odyssey number 12 as my back and bag of the week. Like I said, there's just so much stuff. It's so crazy. It's so intense. And I can't... This is a book where I'm like, I wanted to give it up, but there's no way I can. Like, I'm going to have to get the next issue. I have to find out the next issue. I can't wait for the trade. I'm not going to switch to trade for this. I need to find out ASAP because what happened is... Spoiler alert, Darkseid straight up kills Jessica Cruz, it looks like, and I'm like, oh my god, how, and, or, I mean, it's not so much how, but like, yeah, like, how are they getting away with this, like, how did they let them do this in the comics, I'm like, this is freaking nuts, how, what, there's gotta be some trick, you know, like, I, I just don't know what's up. So, I have to know. I have to know what's going on in the next issue. That's why it's my back and back of the week. Uh, so, Captain Marvel was phenomenal. I'd probably say that's this is my number three right here. Here's the digital code for this one. Um, six, F for Fantastic, T for Thomas, five, X for X-Men, P for Punisher, P for Punisher, P for Punisher, R for Richter, M for... Marvel, E for Echo, and Z for Zarbon. So that is it for the week. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed all the books, um, or hope you enjoy the codes that you received. And yeah, so talk nerdy to me and keep your eyes hungry for comics by checking all of our stuff out at TNT on the show. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, everything. <laughs>
the Talk Nerdy to Me Network. Thank you for listening.